Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Radio family, hello and once again, welcome to another weekend edition of Community Focus. Wonderful company, as always, here on our intercom stations. Thank you so much for your listenership and certainly I'm thankful for members of our Community Focus family who are doing some awesome things in our community. And I'm happy to have the newest member of our Community Focus family joining me this morning. Let me tell you a little bit, first of all, about United Youth Care Services. They're committed to be involved in the communities that they serve, striving to provide an array of services, supports, and resources so that us as consumers can acquire the skills needed to live more successfully in our communities. And no better person to represent this fine organization, then Lucy Lachey, who is joining me on the program. I liked it. That's a nice radio name, Lucy. Good morning. Good morning, Renee. How are you? I'm doing well. Love that smile. I needed that today. You're so welcome. And thank you for coming here on behalf of United Youth Care Services. Just a little brief introduction of what our conversation will be about. And just in just that introduction alone, it looks like you are right exactly where you want to be yes. in helping the community. I am. I have a passion for um, helping the community. I have done um, awareness for homeless and scouted resources for the homeless for Under the Bridge. Um, they have basically they do it every third. I mean, every Saturday at three o'clock, mm-hmm. they feed the homeless and provide resources for them as well as ministry. Um, the next thing I did was a teen summit forum Yes, where we invited the kids to come to a recreational center called nice. Pillar to just talk about issues in, you know, what they deal with when they go to school, wow. um, yeah. bullying issues, mm-hmm. um, rejection issues, um, just overall issues as being, you know, uh, a teenager. Um, we need to let them have a voice so that they know that their opinion matters, you know, in Absolutely. the world. It was a great turnout. Wonderful. The next thing we did was uh, an employment Connections Festival where you were there. Yes. And I thank you for your presence because we had a lot of people to actually make a decision to go back to school. Mm -hmm. Um, So the short term program really was awareness to the community. Now I am tackling (laughs) this substance abuse awareness. And, you know, it's a lot of people out here that really just need the resources. um, And just to know that somebody out there is willing to help you get through it. You know, it's all it's a stepping stone. And sometimes People just need to know that somebody is there. Absolutely. Resources are there. The community is there. Mm -hmm. We want to be better. We want to be a better community. We want to be a better people without being bound to certain substances, you know, that are out here that are harmful to our community. Exactly. Lucy, well said from start to finish. And you do wear many hats. Thank you. And very thankful for the many roles with which you do contribute to our community. So thank you for this. That is such a lovely way to get into our conversation this morning. Give our listeners a little bit of information on the substance abuse awareness. Sure. Substance abuse can be defined as a dependence on an additive substance like alcohol Mm -hmm. or drugs that can be identified as cannabis, prescription drugs, tobacco, cocaine, heroin, 
and opiate addictions. Mm-hmm. There are about 20 million people for, um, that suffer from drug and alcohol abuse, according to the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. Illicit drug use costs the U.S. about $181 billion a year. Meanwhile, excessive alcohol use costs the U.S. about $235 billion a year. And those are two astounding numbers in terms of cost. Yes. And Lucy, just to expand on that a little bit, the last substance abuse that you mentioned defined as a dependent or as a dependence on an addictive substance like alcohol or drugs, the opioid addiction is very huge. It is. Just about every day we're hearing various stories. Mm -hmm. And not just across the country, but when you think about just locally here in North Carolina. Yeah. And you know what? Um, We're in the world of radio. You know, it affects our radio industry. Mm -hmm. It affects our entertainment industry. It affects, you know, so many people. And so many people struggle behind closed doors. This is not like an addiction. You can just say, oh, my God, she's, you know, opiate addicted person. Like, it's something that is killing our community Mm -hmm. peel by peel. And they are paying buku dollars for this medicine Either they're going into the ERs, you know, um, claiming to be sick just to get this Mm -hmm. addiction met. Mm -hmm. Um, If not, then they're buying pills from people on the black market, which you're taking a substance that you don't even know if that's what you're taking. Very true. That's a good point. And even for some individuals who are wanting to be treated for a particular illness, Mm -hmm. the intention, of course, is never to become addicted. Exactly. To what they're taking, Mm -hmm. but they're finding that. If they're not taking it, the pain just gets increasingly worse. Mm-hmm. And so that particular painkiller is is what's dulling yeah. the pain. And that's likely how someone is saying, that's my only way to cope or survive. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be it that doesn't. way. It's almost like, you know, they're, they give it to you with no rehabilitation treatment. If I can remember, I'm not real big on taking, you know, prescription drugs or any type of drugs. Um, I try to, you know, deal with my pain uh, that time of the month, if you know what I'm talking about. I might pop up Advil or two. Mm -hmm. But, you know, the people that really are hurting from, you know, chronic back pains or chronic whatever pain that they may be experiencing, Mm -hmm. these ERs are giving these people these prescription drugs but they're not giving them an actual plan for treatment, you know? So it's just like, you it's a never-ending cycle. If you're just going to refill me this prescription, mm-hmm. I'm just going to keep coming. So right. I'm dealing with the pain, but you're not trying to give me resources of how to rehabilitate myself through this process. Right, or even know? a solution on yeah. how to move past the pain. That's true. And to find a way, like you said, to rehabilitate that mm-hmm. individual. Lucy, that ties in very nicely with my next question. What are some ways that people can seek the treatment and resources, especially through United Youth Care Services? Okay, yes. We have a nonprofit organization servicing Greensboro and High Point called United Youth Care Services. Um, The location in Greensboro is located at 1207 4th Street, and that's right behind uh, Burger King off of Summit Avenue. I'm pretty sure everybody's familiar with the little intersection. That's a good landmark, though, to look out for. (laughs) And in High Point, the address is 175 North Point Avenue, and that is off of um, East Chester Street. Okay, Mm -hmm. excellent. So, Lucy, what we will do, we'll make sure to 
reiterate or reshare that information with our listeners throughout the course of our conversation as we go along. But let's get into the services. What do you provide? Okay. Uh, We have several programs. The first is called SACOT, Mm -hmm. and that is an acronym for Substance Abuse Comprehensive Outpatient Therapy, which include case management to arrange and integrate multiple services after an assessment is completed to identify the need for service. The next one is called SAOP, and that's an acronym for Substance Abuse Intensive Outpatient Therapy, which is designed to meet the need of individuals who suffer from a substance use disorder but doesn't need actual, you know, uh, residential or acute care. Okay. Um, so they really don't need to be monitored. Right. Okay. And this program is offered three days a week. Mm-hmm. I think three out four hours mm-hmm. a day. The first program that SACOT is an intense um, comprehensive outpatient therapy. So they're required to come to the office five days a week mm-hmm. for four hours a day. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, is that over a short or extended period of time? It likely varies for the individual. It, it varies for the individual. We have a um, clinical um, doctor, a PhD on site. So mm-hmm. he's the one that, you know... Um, draws up the treatment okay. process or the treatment plan. And so can sort of assess yeah. the duration mm-hmm. of how long that person is case by treated. case okay. individuals, yeah. Excellent. Because every drug, you know, plays a different Absolutely. effect or has a different um mental uh disability need or something you know for that individual. So right. it's case by case. But the um next program that we have is PSR, which is psychosocial rehabilitation, mm-hmm. which focus on recovering and helping individuals function in their environment with the least amount of ongoing professional intervention. And lastly, we have individual therapy, which provides one-on-one counseling services to individuals. Excellent. So, Lucy, various services mm-hmm. that are available for, for the individual. Mm-hmm. And perhaps for someone who's listening to us here on the weekend edition of Community Focus, can certainly, as again in the course of our conversation, when we give not only repeating the location mm-hmm. of where United Youth Care Services is, where we're going to pass along some phone numbers, yeah, as we well are. as how people can visit you on the World Wide Web yes, to okay. get additional information All as right. well. But in the meantime, my dear, this, again, is a passion for you. Where, where did it start? How did you know that this was what Lucy Lachey was wanting to do? You know, um, it takes a village to raise a child. Um, when I was growing up, I can just remember my grandmother um, having me a part of the church and, and it being a part of the church. I was a Girl Scout, mm-hmm. um, and there were several community-driven projects that we had to do. Right. So I've always been you know, groomed to be service-oriented yes. and kind of just fell into a passion with it. Um, I became an artist manager, so dealing with... Um, just managing people, just mm-hmm. trying to get them to be a part of the community, letting them know that, you know, in order to bring awareness to a brand or, you know, a, awareness to, you know, yourself, mm-hmm. you have to be passionate about something and give your time and invest, you know, your time and your energy in that. And I think I did the homeless thing first. Okay. And it was just like I fell in love with it. And so mm-hmm. it was like, Okay, how what what's the next thing I can do? Right. So how I kind of you know just involved? started filling the need mm-hmm. for certain things in our community. 
I love to read, so I read about, you know, statistics and um, just what's going on in the community behind the scenes from a statistical um, evaluation or Mm -hmm. a statistical plane. And I just fell in love with it. I mean, it's nothing to me at this point because, Mm -hmm. like I said, I have been doing it. But it's just a passion. Like, I can't help but to want to better the community um, my family has had substance abuse issues. I've lost several. I've lost my grandfather due to substance abuse. Mm-hmm. I have lost um, another grandfather due to substance abuse. Wow. I have lost uncles mm-hmm. at an early age. Um, so this is also personal for you, yeah, too. from substance abuse. Um, so I want to be a better individual. Um, I was a person that, you know, partied and didn't, you know, care for, you know, the the betterment of myself at one period of time. And I saw my life, you know, spiraling out of control. And I'm just like, you know, I don't want to, you know, be a You don't want to be that person. Yeah, so if I can try to Mm -hmm. bag something Mm -hmm. that will definitely bring awareness to the community, then that will make me feel better. I can better myself through, you know, educating someone else about substance abuse. And then, you know working with my family as well like right. we have other people that need to hear this the community needs to hear this we have people out there suffering silently substance abuse is something that people suffer silently you suffer in your own home you anesthetize and numb yourself you know mm-hmm. in your own home right. it's not like you're out here doing it with someone else like you're you're doing this privately so it's a lot of people suffering privately mm-hmm. that I think that the awareness would be a great opportunity to just go to rehab let it go. It's nothing in this world that we should be addicted to or numbing ourselves to society. I don't think, you know, the world is that bad to where uh, we should just die silently. And especially to know, Lucy, that there is support from individuals like yourselves mm-hmm. and others who are passionately involved with United Youth Care Services. And it's no question, Lucy, that you have a great example in your grandmother, yeah. as you mentioned, other family members. So mm-hmm. how wonderful that we have those examples mm-hmm. in our parents or our grandparents that instill really a responsibility for us to be supportive yeah. as a You're community. Right. You're right. So on behalf to, if I could speak for the community, just to extend these two words, and I know people hear it every day, but I want you to hear it from me, Lucy. Thank you. Thank you. For what you do. Thank you. I really appreciate that. You know, you're so welcome. I really do appreciate that. It goes a long way because at the end of the day, you know, mm-hmm. we have to be a stronger pillar to be the one to go back and reach one. If I can just reach one, mm-hmm. if one person just comes out and successfully complete the program in High Point or Greensboro, whatever the location of your choice, I promise you together, we will be starting a success rate for the community. And then we'll have two that can go back. And when I pick up one more person, mm-hmm. that person is able to pick up one more one person. person. So right. we start to multiply. We start to spread, you know, like wildfire. Yeah, we start to carry yeah. each other. Absolutely. We become baby's kids then. We don't <laughs> die. We multiply. But in a good way. <laughs> Definitely in a good way. And a good opportunity to take this break, Lucy. And I definitely want to learn more about you and the United Youth Care Services. And just thank you for bringing such positivity and energy to this weekend edition of Community Focus.
Davis. Thank you, Renee Bond, you are for so having me. Lindsay Lachey. So thank you, Lucy Lachey, with United Youth Care Services, and thank you, Radio Family. Indeed, more of the weekend edition of Community Focus coming back right after this. The weekend edition of Community Focus. It's heard on our intercom station Saturday and Sunday mornings. Thank you, Radio Family, to have your company and the company of members of our Community Focus family. I am really enjoying my engaging conversation with Lucy Lachey. She is with United Youth Care Services. Our conversation is on substance abuse awareness. And Lucy, as we continue, are there any trends related to substance abuse within just the United States alone? Yes, there actually is. Um, The studies report that in 2007, illicit drugs cost health care, health care, the industry of health care, $11 billion. Wow. And that, the U.S., $193 billion. Mm-hmm. In 2010, alcohol costs health care, $27 billion, and the U.S., $30 billion. Rising in 2013, well, how many years ago is that? That's only five. Five, five years, years ago. ago. Prescription mm-hmm. Opiates cost healthcare twenty six billion, wow. and the U.S. seventy eight point five billion, according to DrugAbuse.gov. I think you made a very interesting point. You used the key words "are rising." Yes, because very likely, even past our conversation mm-hmm. here on Community Focus, there's likely going to be another case. Yes, it is with another a dollar amount added to the ones that you just shared. Yes. But what we can appreciate, especially what I thank you for, for being here on the program, is when we learn and can know more about United Youth Care Services, is that it's created a network with various community stakeholders. Mm -hmm. You continue to arrange and coordinate links so that our neighborhoods, and I like that because you're focusing on not just one person Mm -hmm. in particular, because you're right. We are a village when we think about community. Yeah. And there was a time when neighbor looked after neighbor. You're right. And we still have people who do that. Right. A lot of us are still old school. You are so right. <laughs> we can walk down the street and the people 10 houses down right. know exactly, exactly where you're supposed That's to be. That's right. Or if someone goes to their door and they don't recognize who you are, yeah. they'll say, okay, uh, so-and-so's not at home. Uh, they'll be back or whenever. Or like, who are you? Yeah. So I can tell them exactly. that you came by. Mm-hmm. But when we talk about those neighborhoods, Lucy, with United Youth Care Services, is that you do continue to arrange and coordinate links that can be equipped with providers that are most interested in addressing those various needs. Now, let me ask you this question mm-hmm. as an aside. How long have you been with United Youth Care Services? You know what? I have only been with United Youth Care Services for two weeks. Are you si- I am that so new? New. I just started you are January new. 29th. And it's wow. just like this project was thrown. I'm not really thrown at me. You know, mm-hmm. I'm passionate about it. So it right. was spoken about and I executed and boom, here we are. Yeah. But, you know, that just goes to show that um, whatever God has for you or whatever life has for you, you know, you're going to do it. So we need to just get out of not wanting to do it. Um, A lot of people can say, oh, my God, you just started this job and, you you know, you have all these responsibilities. When you're passionate about something, Mm -hmm. it it, it becomes enjoyable. Oh, definitely. I enjoy every second of gathering this information, providing, Mm -hmm. you know, the, the literature for people, preparing for, you know, the interview. 
So it feels like I've been there forever. <laughs> you know. Well, let me just let me just share this seriously, Lucy. In just the few minutes that I've been in conversation, even though I've known you uh-huh. as in through the media and what we do here at the station, uh-huh. I would have never thought that just the way you carry yourself. And you're right. If you are really passionate about doing something, whether it's for a short period of yeah. time or a long period of time, you are in a position, my dear, where you really become what you do. You're right. And you love it. You're right. You love it. And I would have never thought that. So just keep doing thank what you're you, doing. Thank you. Thank you're you. You're so welcome. And it's it's obvious. It's obvious in listening to you here on this public affairs show. And whether it's been two weeks or it's been 20 years. I hope that it will be 20 years. Yeah. I really enjoy working with the community and the clients at United Youth Care Services as well as the staff. Like, I right. love it. It gives me a sense of urgency to get to work. I get to work 30 minutes early just to sit around and watch the atmosphere. You know, like. But you know what, Lucy? A lot of people can't say that about a particular job. Yeah, you're right. You know, whether they've been at it for a short period. And I mean, we all have days where things may not go the way we would like for them to. Mm -hmm. But you're so right. When you really love to do what you do, you can't wait for that next day to come. Because you know that there are going to be people there who need your help. Yeah. Who want to approach you to where they feel like they just need somebody. They need a sounding board. Mm -hmm. Someone with which they can either have a shoulder to cry on, mm-hmm. pour their heart out to, and just really they need a listening ear. They do. And I feel that's what you and the staff at United Youth Care Services do. And I'm pretty sure that as much as you love the community, Lucy, the community loves you and the staff right back for being there. I really hope so. I love yeah. you guys. If y'all love Lucy, I love y'all too. <laughs> Even if you don't love Lucy, I still love you guys. Oh, and yeah. that's what it's all about. It is. Absolutely. Now, Lucy, let me ask you this. Now, yes. through the treatment programs and the community involvement, what is your vision for a result involving this issue on substance abuse? All right. Well, label as a um, pandemic in the United States. Mm-hmm. Imagine if I can just have everyone. Well, if you're driving, don't close your eyes. Yes, please don't. No. <laughs> you're going to need those to get to the next destination. But, you know, just close your eyes and think with me um, for a minute. Imagine if individuals who suffer from this temporary addiction successfully complete the program and become a role model or mentor for the next person suffering from the same issue. How powerful as a people And as a community, we will be a community of people sharpening other people, empowering themselves and others. That frees up more money for the community, more jobs created through entrepreneurship, more resources for our elderly and our children. When we can have $416 billion dollars of government and taxpayers' dollars that can be reallocated into other community funds, it continues to build our communities one issue at a time. We will have crime rates decreasing, graduation rates increasing, jobs increasing, and simply lives becoming better. The individuals which make up a community begin to create a structure for success for themselves and the next generation to live happily and pursue 
their life's purpose without being affected by any additives. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think that would be the ideal model of just living life um, unbound, um, the pursuit of happiness. You know, everybody wants to be happy in a world where, you know, we're suffering and suffering silently. You know, I don't think life was designed to be that way. And you mentioned a key word in in our conversation and something that we don't want people to feel that's what they're doing. Yeah. Is suffering silently. Yeah. And hence why, you know, Radio Family, whether this is something that you're dealing with personally or know of someone who is, always know this, that whether it's through this public affairs program or programs and services provided through the United Youth Care Services, Lucy, I think it's important for our listeners or that individual individuals to know that there's somebody out there that wants to help them, that they don't have to suffer silently. They don't have to suffer alone. And through this agency, with the services that you provide, whether it's substance abuse, another issue that has really become quite the topic of conversation on Lucy, and for some people, a difficult one to have is mental health. Yeah. When we think about all the mental health issues. Mm -hmm. And whether it's a situation where you've heard the expression, when you put a face to something, I think of, of mental health, I think of individuals, and this was one person that really surprised me because professionally, mm-hmm. he was a comedian and he was an actor. Okay. I think of Robin Williams. Oh, yeah. And a lot of people, very likely, myself included, did not know how deep mm-hmm. that once the spotlight went out, yeah. the camera stopped mm-hmm. rolling, he left the set of a movie or television show and went back home. That's what he was dealing with, Yeah, was that loneliness because people didn't understand what was really deeply embedded, what what was really going on. And a lot of times people may have a hard time sharing Mm -hmm. because they're afraid people won't understand. Mm -hmm. I have all of these issues and people are probably going to refer to me as being a little bit, you know, off the wall. Exactly, exactly. And just those terms alone generate negativity. It does. About an individual. It does. I mean, you know, we as a community, we as a people, I think we need to stop labeling, you know, people um, regardless of their actions or behaviors, because you never know what's really going on underneath Mm -hmm. um, the skin and within the brain. Mental health is real. Um, Substance abuse leads to Mm -hmm. mental health Mm -hmm. and developmental issues. And it not only affects the individual, we have um, people that are being affected, um, like pregnant women, you know, mm-hmm. that can't cope with society. So they continue to use mm-hmm. even while they're pregnant. So now, you know, you have two individuals that have the problem, mm-hmm. the user and then the baby. You know, like we cannot allow like society to continue to go unnoticed, like and label these people. I I, I mean, I have a vision of, you know, a woman smoking a cigarette, eight months pregnant. Mm-hmm. It's reality, people. We see this. Mm-hmm. And st- encourage her, you know, when you see that. Encourage her to stop or give her resources that where she can get some help, you know. Don't just sit there and point fingers like, oh, my God, I can't believe she's eight months pregnant and she's smoking. You don't know what she's going through. You don't know if she has a home to go to, a job to go to. True. 
you know, you don't know what's her stressors that she is unable to cope with. Mm-hmm. So I think us as a community, we should just stop labeling people to to begin with and really be that person or be that ear. All it takes is a listening ear. Sometimes exactly. people just want somebody to, to listen, listen without exactly. responding. Right. You know, like every conversation is not happening because your response is needed. Mm. Sometimes your ear is the best Very doctor true. or the best therapist for anybody. That's a your really good smile, point. you mm-hmm. get what I'm saying, yeah. will can, can touch someone. Your encouraging words, you never know. Like you might be the only person that's sowing um, positive words <clears throat> mm-hmm. and positive gestures into that person. So I think we as a community just need to love on each other a little bit more, you know? I think you're right on that. And and that is definitely a, a key word when we think about love. Lucy, I also think, or another word that comes to mind is being that reinforcement mm-hmm. for someone. And a lot of us need that. And that makes me think that when we have, let's go into the day in life of Lucy Lachey. Okay. What is a typical day for you? Like you said, how much you enjoy doing what you do when you walk through those doors of United Youth Care Services. What do you typically find outside of those that are coming to the agency to seek that reinforcement, to seek that help? Um, a typical day. So when I get there, we already have um, clients that are there. Mm-hmm. Um, we give, we feed them breakfast and we provide them coffee. Um, most of them are the patients that are in our um, intense outpatient program. Okay. So they're required to be there in class from 10 to 2 p.m. Okay. Now, is this a part of what you mentioned earlier, the SACOT? Um, yes. Okay. Uh-huh. Did I pronounce that correctly? That Help is me. correct. Okay. That's the Substance Abuse Comprehensive Outpatient Therapy Program. Right. So these individuals are coming in for class. Mm-hmm. Um, rehabilitative classes that are taught by counselors as well as doctors um, there on site. Right. And they're learning just like we're learning. Um, So as I stated, they come in, um, we have to direct them to go to class from class time. Their class time is 10 to about 11, 30, 12. They come out, we feed them lunch. Um, They might come by my desk and check their mail um, because most of these patients uh, have transitional housing, okay. which is a resource that we refer them out to. Right. So we have transportation that actually picks these people up. They're in, you know, a common location together, mm-hmm. okay. and we bring them over to the facility, facility. to, you know, Very seek good. their treatment. Right. Um, we make sure they have, you know, everything that they need. Some patients, you know, need to just deal with life. After mm-hmm. 2 p.m., we allow them to deal with life. We, patri- we provide the transportation, you know, for that. Mm-hmm. And we encourage them to, you know, mm-hmm. continue to be on the right path and come back the next day. So you're really seeing these people five days a week. Okay. So it's really very important to drop as many positive seeds, you know, Absolutely. throughout the day. Smile we, exactly, throughout the day. You know, exactly. you can do it, you know. Right. If you have anything that you want to talk about, come see me. You yeah. know, we try to, you know, eliminate the conflict because they're already dealing with a stressful time exactly through the transition. Very true. And within that five day period, no question, Lucy, for you and the staff, this is an opportunity for you to not only to get to know the client, mm-hmm. but the client gets to know really about you yes. and United Youth Care Services. I'm sure very many are thankful they that are. this even exists. They they are and they tell us, you know, and that's that's what makes me feel good about walking through those doors right. when you have 
those patients like, oh, my God, you know, it brings me so much joy to come here. You know, Mm -hmm. it brings me so much joy to have you by my side, you know, every step of the way. You know, I'm uh, proud to be a part Mm -hmm. of this program. Yeah. And it really warms my heart to just to hear that and just to see, you know, Mm -hmm. the people striving to make a step, you know, towards a positive change. Absolutely. And to have individuals like yourself who just give that positivity where it's needed. So thank you so much for that. Now, how big, if I can ask, as far as the staff, who do you get to work with, I guess, one-on-one or side-by-side the most? Well, I'm the receptionist. um, So... You get to see a little bit of everybody with um, the directors, um, the nurse, Mm -hmm. the doctors. I'm pretty much like I'm not just one person's receptionist. I'm like everybody's Everybody's, receptionist. So you're very hands on, including the the patients, because they have phone calls that are coming in, you know, from doctors, from their family members, you know, from the pharmacists, you know. Mm -hmm. So I have to go and build relationships and learn names of the individuals so that, you know, I can go directly to them to have them answer that phone call or give them a message. So So you're just as equally hands on Mm -hmm. as the counselors and the nurses and doctors. That's correct. That's really great. I'm like the first point of contact. Oh, excellent. Mm -hmm. So when a person walks through those doors, they they know exactly. Mm -hmm. And they say, wait a minute, I said that. That looks like Lucy Lachey that I I heard on the weekend edition of Community Focus, which, by the way, Radio Family, thank you for tuning in. It is our public affairs show heard on our intercom stations. Again, great company Saturday and Sunday mornings, and certainly to have the company of members of our Community Focus family. Now, she was new at the beginning. Not so much now. In fact, Mm -hmm. she's a regular part of our QF family. Lucy Lachey, who joins us with United Youth Care Services, our topic of discussion on substance abuse awareness. Now, Lucy, we mentioned earlier that as a nonprofit organization serving the greater Greensboro and High Point areas, you are located one in Greensboro at Mm -hmm. 1207 4th Street. That's correct. And if you're in High Point Radio Family, that's 175 North Point Avenue. Let's share with our listeners where to go, Lucy, to find out more information about United Youth Care Services. Okay. Well, if you're calling the Greensboro office, you'll have the pleasure of speaking with myself. Um, the number there is 336-370-9232. If you're calling the High Point office, that number is 336 781 3934. You can Google United Youth Care Services. We have a website. You can visit us at www.unitedyouthcareservices.com. You can also email us uycs2018 at gmail.com. We are on um, Instagram, United Youth Care Services underscore. We are on Twitter at United Youth CS. And I think that's about, uh, oh, we're also on Facebook. So you can um, look us up at United Youth Care Services on Facebook. So you've got social media covered pretty well. Yeah. Excellent. Excellent. And we're going to repeat those numbers again, Lucy, in the couple of minutes that we have in, in our conversation. Okay. In the meantime, I'm actually on the website, unitedyouthcareservices.com. Nicely put together and everything is arranged in such a way that when our radio family visits, they can see not only what's on the homepage, 
but the services. There's a beautiful gallery. It really goes into detail about learning more about United Youth Care Services and definitely how to contact you. Mm -hmm. What I like, I'm on the page here that talks about the recent works, serving the mental health and developmental disability needs with professional personalized services because you are worth it. That's wonderful to know. So Radio Family, you can learn more about Unity Wellness Day, Family Day Cookout, yeah, the HIV Awareness Day, the acupuncture training. Now that's got to be really interesting. Very. Yes. And also... I believe that's those are the main the main ones there, but I'm it would not be a fair question to ask what which ones do you enjoy the most? They probably are all enjoyable, Lucy, from the standpoint of the people that you get to meet. Yeah, the wellness um, event was really um, well, just overall, just educating people about mm-hmm. you know health um, and wellness. Right, a lot of people want to take the more natural approach to things. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. It's not many additives in you know certain products that they use. Right, they can learn that there. They have acupuncture therapy um, where that's also kind of like a substitute to pain management yes. instead of. Um, being addicted to these prescription opiates, you can take right. another um, rehabilitation measure mm-hmm. to pain management um, with massages, massage therapy, acupuncture therapy, um, HIV awareness. Mm-hmm. Um, statistics show that, you know, um, North Carolina has rising numbers with that. So mm-hmm. they provide a resource to where you can come out there and get tested, you know, for free right. and find out a little bit more and probably yeah. provide, you know, condoms and things of that nature for the community so right. that we can protect ourselves from these deadly diseases that are out here. Overall, just United Healthcare, they are the creative people to mm-hmm. put these community events together. Right. We actually just had the community um, substance Abuse Awareness Community Drive mm-hmm. at the High Point facility on Friday um, from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. And we had with the prize will and giveaway, you know, giveaways. Nice. We provided free food for the community mm-hmm. and we actually intook people on spot nice. for the program. Um, low income, it is a nonprofit organization. Mm-hmm. So anybody that has Medicaid, is welcome. Very um, good. They can use these services for free because mm-hmm. it is funded by the government. I think if you don't have Medicaid, then they do have some out-of-pocket costs, but okay. it's not much. Much. That's you know? good to know. Good mm-hmm. to know. So really, just again, refocusing and emphasizing, Lucy, the services that United Youth Care Services provide. Will you again repeat the numbers yes. for more information? Let's start Let's start in High Point. Okay. With that number at 336. All right. So the number in High Point is 336-781-3934. And I'm going to repeat that again. That's 336-781-3934. If you're going to call the Greensboro office, you can call the Greensboro office at 336-370-9232. Again, that number is 336 370 Nine two three two, and you know what, Renee? Yes, I didn't give the hours of operation. No, let's do that. <laughs> we are open Monday through Friday from nine a.m. to five p.m. We are closed on the weekends, but hey, if you call us on the weekend, we do have voicemail and we will return your phone call. So that's United Youth Care Services. We are a nonprofit substance abuse treatment center in Greensboro and High Point. Designed to serve your mental health and dis—I mean, developmental disability needs because the community is worth it. 
And thank you, my dear, for sharing this great information with us, the community. You're welcome. Anytime. Yes. And I'm glad you said that, Lucy, because as I always like to share with our community-focused family, there are no goodbyes with me just until next time. I know that's right. And we will have a next time. We will. Absolutely. Because I really am looking forward to any updates with United Youth care services so just keep me in the know okay i will definitely do that thank you so much you're welcome and thank you community for listening (laughs) if there's anybody that's out there listening and you feel like this message is for you Mm -hmm. let me tell you something it is please do not be embarrassed about helping yourself overcome the obstacles of what the world has placed on you and that was my token to you You know, don't be afraid. It's more than just you Mm -hmm. that's going through this. And I'm telling you, once you take that step and move towards your treatment, you're going to meet thousands or maybe hundreds of other people that were, keyword, were just like you. And will be willing to move forward with you into making yourself and themselves better individuals for our community. And that's what community is all about. That is a fantastic way to bring to a close this edition of Community Focus. Thank you, Radio Family, for the great company. I know many of you are doing good things in the community just as much as Lucy Lachey and members of United Youth Care Services are doing. So please keep up the great work. And indeed, until that next time, with no goodbyes, (laughs) enjoy the rest of your day and the rest of this weekend. Take care. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.